Hey mama, today we're gonna talk about diastasis recti. So maybe you're dealing with diastasis postpartum or you're just wanting to heal and strengthen your core. You want it to come back to a little bit more normal. You wanna see those changes, but maybe you're having a hard time with that. Or maybe you're worried about diastasis recti because you hear a lot of things about it and you're either going through pregnancy or you're early postpartum and you're like, oh man, I'm super scared about this ab gap and how do I fix this? How do I heal it? How do I get better? I want to get back to fitness postpartum, but I'm scared of all these things that are supposedly not safe for me to do postpartum, yet those are the things that I need to do to get back to the fitness test, like push-ups or sit-ups or pull-ups, planks. So if you're dealing with diastasis recti or if you want to heal and strengthen your core postpartum, you're in the right place. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what is diastasis recti? What do we need to know about it? We are going to filter out some of the BS messaging around this so that you know exactly what you should focus on to help close your gap and restore the strength and function of your core. We're also going to help you filter out what you don't need to worry about or what we don't need to focus so much on or kind of fixate on because it can be really anxiety inducing or we can get even obsessive about this and it can be really, really stressful. And I was definitely there in my first pregnancy and postpartum. So I don't want you to be in that place. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts, how to know whether your exercises, the things that you are doing, are diastasis safe if your body is ready for it or not. We're going to talk about the three main factors that influence the healing process for diastasis recti for your core. We are going to talk about the factors that may be causing or often contribute to mommy pooch. And so if you feel like you have this kind of extra roundness or looseness or distension in your core, what many refer to as a mommy pooch, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. We're going to talk about the factors that are contributing to this. What we should then focus on to stimulate the most change in our core the fastest. So these strategies are what's going to help you heal your diastasis to ultimately gain more confidence in your body again, to feel more like yourself again, to fit better into your favorite clothes sooner. As we really focus on training in this way, we're going to see the changes that we want to see. I cannot wait to dive into this topic. This is this is definitely a hot topic and one that again there's a lot of a lot of misinformation and bad information out there on. So let's just clear the air on it. Let's talk about it. And I also want to let you know this is one of the things that my postpartum program focuses on the most. It helps you heal diastasis recti. It gives you guidance that you can start applying immediately postpartum. So this is what I really walk you through. I walk you through exactly how to measure and assess your diastasis right away. I show you exactly what you need to do to start. I walk you through step-by-step. Step. I give you the roadmap to heal this. And so if that's something that you're looking for, if you're looking for an exact process of what you should be doing, when, a plan that you can follow so you don't have to kind of apply a bunch of guesswork or figure it out as you go, nobody's got time for that postpartum, right? So if you want to help your core heal faster, to restore your postpartum fitness and to do that well into motherhood too. Maybe you weren't able to heal it fully right away after you had your baby, but you're now looking and you're like, okay, I really want to restore my core integrity. I still want to have more confidence getting back to all the things that I need to do for the fitness test and for my height and weight standards, maybe for the military, then you're in the right place. Okay, so let's chat about diastasis recti and how we can restore and heal and strengthen your postpartum core. So let's dive right in. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations of performing your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. 
trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. I first want to cover what is diastasis recti, just so we can all be on the same page. There's a lot of misinformation out there on this topic. It is a very hot topic, and so therefore a lot of people want to talk about it, right? But the thing is, whenever we Google, whenever we go on Facebook groups, whenever we talk to friends about this, maybe there's just a lot of bad information out there. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of body shaming tactics out there. So I just want to honor your concerns and your feelings about this are very, very valid, especially given everything that we're exposed to. We're kind of inundated with when we are pregnant and we're postpartum. So the information out there can really oftentimes bring this extra fear, this dread around why our body's changing through pregnancy and even overwhelm around getting back postpartum or getting our bodies back postpartum. It's even more pressure that's imposed upon us. And there's also a lot of pressure to focus on this gap and to feel like we're broken, like something is wrong with us, something is wrong with our bodies when we are going through pregnancy and our body's changing and when we are postpartum and our body has changed. So we're going to bust the myths and we're going to give you exactly what you need to know. So first of all, diastasis, just to hopefully encourage you and comfort you, your muscles themselves are not ripping apart, okay? So there's this connective tissue along the vertical midline of your abdomen called the linea alba. It increases in its laxity and it can go from a norm, a kind of average of about one to two finger width distance to maybe two to five when you are going through pregnancy and when you're postpartum. And the more babies you have, the more compromised your linea alba has had to be over time. And if you've also had a C-section or even repetitive C-sections, what happens when you have a C-section is because you're going through so many layers of your stomach, that also means when your body has been repairing and bringing back all those layers together, the scar tissue can add on this layer of difficulty when it comes to restoring your diastasis and restoring your core. So regardless of where you're at, many of us postpartum, we're like, I just want my body back. I just want to feel more like myself again. I want to recognize myself when I look in the mirror, right? It can definitely be a place that so many of us feel really insecure about and overwhelmed in. And everyone's body looks so different postpartum, but many of us are very unhappy with the appearance of our core, right? And we struggle with that body image part. We don't feel like ourselves when we look in the mirror. And body dysmorphia is already a challenge for so many military women because of the height and weight standards, because of how strict that is. And so it can really be amplified through motherhood when we've really maintained you know, so much pride in our fitness over our lifetime and in our professions where it's a big part of what we do. And we have to also come back to these certain standards on certain timelines. So that increases the level of stress. We're conditioned in our society as women to either speak really negatively about our body, especially about our belly, or to find it hard to appreciate our postpartum bodies. And our bodies have been through a lot. They've changed tremendously, right, to accommodate our baby's growth. So those feelings are shared by most mothers. But let's talk about what exactly we should know about diastasis recti. So first, there's not something wrong with our body. I just want to reinforce that. It's expected. It occurs in 100% of full-term pregnancies. 
diastasis does. So it's not preventable. I think we see a lot of messaging out there about it being preventable, but it's also not something to fear. It's how our body naturally adapts and makes space for baby. So your body did what it should have done. Your body did what it needed to do. And that's good. It's healthy. It's okay, right? It's part of the miracle and the resilience of our bodies. And so the more we can kind of learn to appreciate that through motherhood, I think the easier it is to wrestle with some of these changes that occur in the ways our bodies might never quite be the exact same again. And so it's not preventable, but what we can know, and this is what I'm passionate about helping you through in pregnancy and postpartum training, when we have these adjusted training strategies, rather than just blanket do's and don'ts, it can help kind of protect your diastasis a little bit more. It can mitigate the severity of it. It can help you manage the pressure that is on your core from your baby, and it can help you resolve it postpartum. And it can also help you to progress. So you get to preserve your overall core and pelvic health during pregnancy and during postpartum for life, for long-term athleticism. I don't know about you, but I want to be able to know that my body is strong and functional and it's restored postpartum, but it's restored in a way that's lasting. It's restored in a way that's actually sustainable. That is the important thing here is that we have that mindset, even when we're talking about something as specific as diastasis recti that we often deal with, right? During pregnancy, especially the later stages of pregnancy as her body's really changing to make space for baby. And then postpartum when we're like, oh my gosh, my core feels like jello. Like I don't have my baby in there anymore. And I'm like, I just, I just want to go back to normal. So I totally, totally get it. Diastasis recti is defined as a separation of the rectus abdominals. And it's also the weakness and laxity along that vertical midline of your abdomen. It occurs when the connective tissue is stretched along the linea alba that midline, right? So diastasis has less to do with how many fingers fit between your rectus abdominis and more to do with your core's capacity to manage and to regulate certain loads and pressures. So I just, again, want to reassure you that your body's not broken. Your gap is not inherently bad. It doesn't need to be kind of demonized like so much of the messaging does. And it also does not define you. Your diastasis, maybe you you have gotten a diagnosis of diastasis from your doctor, your OBGYN, or your midwife, or a public floor physical therapist, or maybe you've assessed yourself and you've determined that you have a certain gap. It doesn't define you. It doesn't define your ability to perform. And it's also very normal. It's a healthy part of pregnancy. So what matters more is what's going on beneath the gap. So I really want you to feel empowered to know how to rebuild your core so you can feel strong again, so you can reclaim that confidence in your body and feel a bit more like yourself. But as you work to do that, to get there, I want you to know how to filter out that BS messaging and to set real and honest expectations around your journey, both during pregnancy, right? If you're pregnant and I'm meeting you where you're at right now, or if you're postpartum, I want you to have those honest expectations about what is normal, what is expected, and then also build trust in your body and build hope, right? That you don't have to stay stuck if you feel stuck. Next, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about what we need to focus on. This again is going to help you to filter out some more of that messaging. And then we're going to get into do's and don'ts of how to know whether exercises are diastasis safe. What we want to focus on when we have diastasis, hold on, my little guy's waking up, so let me go nurse him back to sleep, and I will come right back to you, my friend. Okay, I am back. We'll see how long this lasts. My sweet baby would not let me go. It was like one of those moments where you end up trapped under them because <laughs> all they want to do is cuddle with you. So, so funny. He would like come unlatched, but then he would be grabbing. He would like wrap his arms around me and grab me, and I'm like, okay, well, now I'm stuck. Slowly try to pull myself away but nope, would not let me go. So we did that like five different times. And I think hopefully he's, he's going to stay asleep. We'll see. He's getting really restless. It's about six in the morning right now. 
Okay, so let's dive back in. So what do we want to focus on when it comes to diastasis? So we really want to focus on building core strength and capacity versus focusing solely on closing the gap. This is what's going to help us reach both our functional goals of like all the things we want to do again and those aesthetic appearance-based goals of flattening our stomach and, and all those things that we want to see change when we look in the mirror, right? The gap itself does not equate to functionality or capability. The size of your gap does not dictate what you can and can't do. This is a misconception and it's really where the narrative needs to shift. The gap is is really cosmetic, its degree, the degree of diastasis, it depends on many different factors, some within and beyond our control. But remember, we can't stop diastasis, right? So the Facebook or Instagram ad about preventing the gap and getting rid of your mommy pooch, it's, it's probably just targeting our insecurities. The gap itself is not what determines athletic performance or our physical capabilities. So I really don't want you to just get too hung up on it. That's my point here. So what are the three things three main factors that influence the healing process when it comes to restoring your postpartum core? Number one, it's the mind-body connection, and it's really your brain-to-muscle connection. This is actually lost a bit during pregnancy and postpartum. If you think about it, so much is shifting around in there. Even your organs are shifting around. Your baby is taking up so much space in your belly. And so that connection that we have with our core gets a little bit lost. And so we need to restore the mind-body connection postpartum. So that's the first factor. Second factor is the laxity of your connective tissue. And so that's something we really want to be focusing on to increase the integrity of our core by allowing that connective tissue basically to gain more tension. And that is restoring the functionality. And then number three is muscle weakness. The truth of the matter is they get pretty weak because again, we lose some of that connection. Our body's naturally just accommodating for baby. It's not terrible. It's not a problem. It's nothing to be ashamed about. It's just the reality and that's okay. But we just need to get stronger postpartum. We need our core to regain its strength. And that means both in kind of targeted areas along our core, as well as overall, in order to restore our diastasis, in order to restore core integrity itself, in order to see all those changes we want to see, we want an amazingly strong, supportive, and stable core. We want a balanced core system as a whole. And so this is what solid training strategy, a plan postpartum is going to help you do. So my postpartum program, Strong and Resilient, will help you get there because it's a roadmap for exactly this. But we want to help restore the strength and, and stability needed to overcome our diastasis and to rebuild that confidence in our body. My postpartum program walks you through step-by-step step on how to reconnect, how to gain that awareness, how to get stronger and more capable all around. It helps you build that mind-muscle connection, number one. It helps you with the connective tissue laxity. And number three, it helps you address that muscle weakness. And that's what we need to do. Our core needs to be reminded to work again. Our muscles need to be reminded to work again. They need to be retrained just like any other muscles in the body when they're compensating or when we atrophy because maybe it's an injury and we can't use that part of our body for a bit because it has to heal or whatever, right? Been through multiple ACL surgeries and I remember having to crutch around all the time and not being able to even put weight on that leg. And so, yeah, of course, all of my muscles surrounding my knee also lost their strength. My leg was like way smaller than my other leg. And so same thing with our core and that our muscles need to be reminded to work again. So our focus should really be on rebuilding that strength, function, resiliency of our whole core rather than just closing the gap because in order to change the appearance of our abdomen and really feel and be stronger there's a lot of things that are likely impacting it so we have to target that whole core system to stimulate the most change so what are some of these things that contribute to the looseness or the mommy pooch or the distension in our core the bulging in our core kind of when we're, we're looking in the mirror it could be due to a lot of different factors 
And it's important to remember first that distension, like the mommy pooch or whatever it looks like, it doesn't necessarily mean dysfunction. So diastasis recti may not be the only cause of core presentation. And I think oftentimes we just chalk it up to be that because again, that's what the messaging reinforces to us. It's basically blaming diastasis recti on the appearance of your core as a whole, but it's not just that. And so it could be diastasis, yes, but it could also be muscle weakness. It could be the stretched connective tissue. It could be your pelvis and spinal positioning, believe it or not. It's also related to our food intake, body fat in general, digestion, our gut health, our diet, our inflammation, muscle atrophy, especially postpartum like we talked about, hormones and the way our even our hormonal shifts over the course of our cycle oftentimes bloating right we feel that bloating at certain points in our cycle water retention using any form of medication that can affect it too intra-abdominal pressure so the way that we're managing our core pressure when we're doing daily life movements as well as exercise and then relaxed abdominals especially after being fatigued from core work this can all contribute. I just want to paint that picture for you. It's a lot more than just diastasis. Okay. So we want to be focusing on kind of a well-rounded approach so that we can see those changes we want to see. And that's what I help you do postpartum, right? Because if we really want to see those results, then we have to understand here's all the things that are actually affecting this and contributing to it. If you want to see the changes faster to get more confidence in your core again and the way it functions, its strength to feel more like yourself, to fit into your favorite clothes again, to get back to those height and weight standards sooner, then we have to retrain that whole core system. We have to strengthen those muscles and we also have to combine it with healthy weight loss and nutrition so that we can see those changes that we want to see in our abdomen. So how do we move forward here? You know, I think oftentimes we're concerned because we see the messaging of like, this is not diastasis safe, right? And it's oftentimes those things we need to get back to for our fitness test. Maybe it's push-ups, sit-ups, maybe it's the plank, maybe it's pull-up. Those are all the things that we are required to do in the military, whether it's for the fitness test or whether it's just in our training with our unit. And I don't want you to feel afraid of using your core. So it's a bit of an outdated framework to have just this straight list of do's and don'ts. Okay, there's some elements of truth to it, but let's pull that apart a little bit here. There are core exercises that are more appropriate for where your body's at. And this is based on how healed your core is and what it can handle. When we're very early postpartum, when we have not developed that brain to body connection again, when we have a lot of the laxity in our core, when we have a large gap accompanied by, we, we don't have that tension when you feel, when you press down along the vertical midline of your abdomen, when you're kind of in a reclined, almost like a sit-up position, like you're doing a little bit of a crunch, you probably feel a little bit of that gap. Maybe you can press your fingers down, almost like along your belly button area. You might feel that. Okay, so that could be diastasis. But you're going to see as it starts to improve, you're going to start to feel more tension there. And that means that your diastasis is improving. So it's not just the width of the gap, but it's also the integrity of the tissues as well along that vertical midline. So what is safe, quote unquote, for your body is just based on where, where your body's ready for. And so how do you know if you're on the right track then if it's not just this blanket, you know, black and white list of, of do's and don'ts? It's really more about can you control the pressure that is on your core with this movement? So what we want to look for is coning or doming. And this is basically an extra bulge along the vertical midline of your abdomen. So let's just say you go down into the push-up position or in a plank and you're seeing there's a, a direct bulging right along your midline. You might have like a general kind of bulging because maybe you've got extra looseness in your stomach. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about right along your vertical midline of your abdomen, you will see a bulge. If you go back on your back and you 
get into a kind of sit up or crunch position and you just lift basically your your neck and your head up and kind of maybe the the upper part of your shoulders if you lift that up you might notice a bulging right along your midline try it again and exhale through that range of motion maybe that helps does it help you control that bulging so those are some things that we want to be looking for on how well our body is actually controlling that core pressure. That's one of the signs that we can look at to see, is my body actually ready for this demand, right? So what we want to do is when we are doing the movement, we want to make sure that we're able to maintain our core control and stability. And the sign that we're not maintaining that stability and core control is that outward pressing of pressure, which takes that shape of bulging, the coning or doming. Okay, so if we are controlling it well, we're keeping that pressure, the intra-abdominal pressure inside instead of pushing it outwards. And what we want to do is we don't want to allow it to push outwards too much while our tissues are at a full stretch because that may be exacerbating diastasis, right? So that's more so like where this messaging comes from of what, what is safe is what's not safe. And, and a lot of generalizations are out there on certain types of movements because generally speaking, they're much more core intensive, right? You look at push-ups, you look at planks, you look at pull-ups, you look at sit-ups, like those things are very core intensive. So it makes sense that most people are like erring on the side of caution with it especially when we have to get back to those things it's much more of a nuanced approach that we can take and I want you to feel confident in progressing back to it because the reality is we have to load our core we have to challenge our core we have to use it to see improvements so just avoiding these movements altogether is not actually a solution it's not going to get you to where you want to be so what should we do early postpartum it's a perfect time to begin working to restore our core integrity it's that time of healing it's that time of reconnection it's a time, it is a protective time for our bodies because our core, our pelvic floor, it's in a very vulnerable state. And so zero to six or so weeks, we want to refamiliarize with our body, build that breath, core, pelvic floor connection. We want to develop awareness of our core tendencies, where we are seeing, even in our daily life movements, that bulging when we are, you know, lifting our baby out of the crib, lifting the car seat in it or putting it in and out of the car when we're picking it up lifting our baby off the ground or when we're picking something up off the ground, when we're lifting our 40 pound toddler, right? Like those are the kinds of movements and moments when we want to make sure that we're connecting with our core and pelvic floor and we're breathing through it. We're exhaling when we're doing that exertion part of the movement and we're generating that stability in our core instead of just like lifting while holding our breath or, or lifting without even thinking about our breathing, without thinking about kind of a, an engagement of the core, that, that engagement is what supports our body through that movement and generates the stability. And so the more awareness we can gain around these things, the better we're going to heal. And this is exactly what I teach you in my postpartum program. I'd start with, you know, when you're immediately postpartum, how do we need to think about how we're moving in our day to day so that we're not making our diastasis worse, right? How do we think about how we're moving so that we can support our core? What are those rehab exercises that we should be doing the first few weeks postpartum? even before we get to that six-week clearance so that, again, it's an on-ramp to all the things we want to get back to. So it's not just going from zero to 100 when we get the doctor's clearance. Our body doesn't automatically flip a switch. All of a sudden, going from not doing anything and not being able to do anything to all of a sudden being able to do everything. That's just not how our bodies work. We need to progress to it with a graduated protocol. And that's why rehab is what helps you bridge the gap between initial healing and all the things that you want to get back to. That is what my postpartum program walks you through. So you don't have to do this alone. 
for our core exercises. Whether or not we have diastasis, our goal is always going to be to build the strength, to build more functionality, and to build more capacity in our whole core system. We want to be learning strategies, though, especially with diastasis, especially postpartum, and even through pregnancy. This is what I teach you, too. We want to be able to manage the pressure effectively. So the best gauge of whether or not your core is improving is to move onto harder exercises and to see, can I perform these with good core control? Can I perform more repetitions or more challenging variations of these movements without excessive linea alba doming and coning, right? That stomach bulging outwards right along that vertical midline. So when we can see that, okay, our body's able to handle this next level demand, it means that yes, we're doing, we're on track, right? We're creating the right level of tension in our core, that stability to meet that, that demand of that task. And so what we want to focus on just kind of looking through the process here is that connection and reconnecting with our deep core muscles individually. And then, and specifically our diaphragm, our pelvic floor, our transverse abdominal muscles. There's a lot of different parts of our core system. So to help guide you through in my postpartum program, how to connect with these. I walk you through this in video modules. Number two is we want to build or rebuild that awareness and control. Like I said, in both daily life movements, as you're going around the house, as you're picking up your baby, as you're cleaning up around the house or whatever chores it is. Then number three, we want to coordinate them together, our core and pelvic floor muscles to master the synergy between that and our breath when we are requiring some kind of demand of them. This is what helps us to restore that integrity and the strength and to do it without symptom. We don't want to be leaking pee while we are running or while we're jumping or while we're lifting. We don't want to be leaking while we're sneezing and laughing and coughing. It's not fun. We don't want to be experiencing pain in our C-section site because we haven't fully healed that part. We haven't done the scar tissue work. We haven't done the scar desensitization work. We haven't fully reconnected those muscles. And then number four is we want to apply this process to progressively challenging exercises. And then we want to keep loading it over time. Remember, we've got to load it to see improvements, right? And then trusting our body because our body is so resilient. And the more high quality, trustworthy guidance that you receive, the evidence-based training guidance, the more you're going to be able to actually trust your body instead of feeling like you're fighting against your body or your body is the enemy and that you have to be ashamed of it, that it's just something you have to fix. Your body doesn't have to be fixed to be worthy. And I know it's really hard to accept where our bodies are at postpartum. Everything from you know how it feels and how it performs to how it looks I get it. It's really, really hard. But I also don't want you to approach exercise from this place of like feeling like you have to run your body into the ground or punish it to see the changes that you want to see. It's not about that. We have to learn to work with our body to heal it. We have to honor it and respect it. And and there's this like beautiful relationship of trust that you can gain with your body postpartum. And I think it's humbling, right? It's a really humbling time. But it's also an opportunity to grow in that. And I think that can just benefit us so much in our lifelong athleticism, in our athletic maturity. Because if we know how to do this through the stages of, you know, almost starting again, like from ground zero postpartum and regaining that over time, rebuilding it, then at any point in time in our life through an injury or through a season when we can't quite maintain our fitness in the ways that we want to, when we come back into it, we're going to have that stronger baseline of foundation and have, have gone through that journey. And we understand that it's so much more than just the appearance of our body that matters, right? But fitness is so much more than that. And so I want you to kind of have that well-rounded approach too. 
I hope that helped you today as we started talking about diastasis. We're going to keep diving into these topics and more nuance and more tips for you, but I wanted to give you kind of a well-rounded approach to what exactly is it? What do I have to, you know, be mindful of? What should I know about it? And how do I start getting after this postpartum? So again, if you want a step-by-step program to walk you through this, if you are looking for a plan and you're like, let me just follow something that's going to give me exactly what to do each day so I don't have to think about it so I don't have to spend any extra time or mental emotional bandwidth trying to figure this out on my own then my postpartum program is is exactly the right fit for you and especially if you're in the military and you want to get back to these specific fitness demands whether it's your fitness test or whether it's the body composition standards on certain timelines and you want support through that I'm with you and I get it and that's exactly what my postpartum program is designed to do so it's going to help you with the initial rehab to restore your core and pelvic floor then it's going to help you progress into exercise at a pace that is going to help you get there most efficiently at the end of the day, but it's also going to help you to give your body grace when it needs grace in those early few weeks of healing. And then it's going to help you with the mindset struggles of this because I understand that you're balancing a lot, you're juggling a lot. And the reality is you have a totally different set of demands than most moms do. Most moms may, maybe you want to get back to, you know, your CrossFit community, or maybe you want to get back to your fitness classes, you want to get back to the gym and you take a lot of pride in your fitness, but that's different than being in the military and your job depending on it, right? And having actual timelines and standards that you're up against, it's not just self-imposed, it's not just societally imposed, but it's literally something that you have to meet or you, at the end of the day, like we can't stay in, in the military, like we're kicked out, right? So it's, it can be extra, extra, extra pressure on top of those pressures that we already feel intrinsically, you know, so maybe you resonate with that of, you know, I want to get back to the gym. I want to feel more like myself again. I want to get back to my fitness community. And those things are relevant for you too, but you also have more that's on your plate because you actually have these, these things that you can't control the military timelines, what the fitness test includes, whether or not it's, it's technically, you know, what's best for your core and pelvic floor. It, it doesn't matter as much as It matters the fact that you have to get back to it, right? So how can we honor where our body's at? How can we respect the healing process? How can we take care of our body and the way it it functions and performs for the long run when we have to get back to those things and it's really out of our out of our control? So that's what I'm here to help you do. And I I completely get all of those concerns, all those pressures, and you know, any kind of fears or stressors or anxieties around that. That's what I'm here to help you to feel more confident in, all right? If this was beneficial to you, if you learned something today, then I recommend sharing this with a friend. I really wish that I knew all these things postpartum with my first. It would have saved me a lot of heartache. It would have saved me a couple years of having to backtrack because I did not know how to properly heal the first time and dealt with complications because of that. And I think so many of us do. And so no matter how far postpartum you are, this is relevant for you if you never quite understood how to heal and restore your diastasis or how to heal your core or all the things that impact what our core even looks like postpartum. Again, please share this with a friend. I look forward to continuing the conversation. We're going to keep diving into these topics. Please reach out to me by email, megan at armtotheheart.com. If you have any questions that you want me to answer specifically around this or really anything related to pregnancy, postpartum fitness, or balance through motherhood, and especially navigating pregnancy and postpartum in the military, it's a lot. we got a lot going on, right? I am always open to hearing topic requests and anything that's on your heart. I just want to keep serving you to the best of my ability. So thank you for being with me today. I'll see you next time, mama.